Welcome back to the Dr. Sex Fairy Podcast. I am Dr. Kaval Bhava and I am here to transform your life. I often discuss the many silent pandemics affecting our intimate and sexual wellness as well as our emotional well-being. Today we will discuss the pandemic of vaginal laxity or a loose vagina. The statistics are astounding. Approximately 75% of women suffer from vaginal laxity worldwide. Vaginal laxity can have a profound and far-reaching effect on our quality of life. It is an important discussion and one that I have with my patients and their partners in my Boca Raton office, Bava Medical, on a daily basis. I have invited back to the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast the very fancy, the very bougie, and the very funny Crazy Rich Neighbors. Welcome, ladies. Hey. Hi, Dr. Bawa. I mean, Dr. Sex Fairy. Yes. <laughs> well, I am both. We're so excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming back. It's always such a fun discussion. And we've talked about wanting to discuss this topic for months now. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not quite there with my vaginal laxity, but prepare me. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a very gradual process. And then suddenly one day you wake up and you've gone to hell, right? And it's like hanging in your underpants. Oh, my goodness. Much. Yeah. Hey. Can't this wait. Is scary, but you know what? I'm glad we're talking about it. Yes. Let's unlift yes. the veil and the stigma. Mm-hmm. There's no shame. That's There's it. There's no shame. I mean, anatomy is anatomy, and gravity is gravity. Aging is aging. Yes, yes, ma'am. And as long as we accept that we have a problem, we then have a chance of fixing it. Amen, sister. So, uh, what are the signs that your vagina has gone AWOL on you? <laughs> well, if suddenly your husband's penis doesn't seem big enough, that might oh. be your first sign. Oops. Well, uh, you know, in, in, in your defense, though, he could very well be shrinking. That happens as well. Oh, oh that's a whole other <laughs> Next episode. episode will be on. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. In fact, I often joke that I should start my own dating service for Boca Raton. I know people who are a perfect fit for oh, each other. Oh Anatomically, goodness. yeah. You I really should. I love that. Like, See? Jane, See? here's Big Dick Harry. That's, yeah. some, nef- that's some next level matchmaking. Really, I'm telling you. You can really get famous from that. You know, yes. I need to get the millionaire yes. matchmaker, Patty Stanger, on my episode. So can you imagine how much fun we'd have? Oh, my gosh. She could do above the waist and you could do below the waist. See? Match made in heaven, darling. What a matchmaking service we'd have. Patty, if you're listening, come on the podcast. And then come on ours. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, around what age does things start to fizzle out in your vagina land? You know, it's surprisingly early in life. Oh no! Really? You could have, you could have a baby. Why us? No, listen, seriously. You Come on, be... let us take a look. No, we're not taking a look here. We don't want our producer to faint. I do. <laughs> so here's the thing: if you're having babies in your twenties, your vagina's taking, you know, quite a hit very mm. early in life. True. So if you're having one baby, you have damage. If you're having another baby, you have more damage. What about two at once, like me, twins? Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> I had a C-section with my twins, praise God. But, you know, yes, that's a lot of so damage. So you brag and you light tighten right down there? Oh, oh there my go. gosh. Good for you. Good for you. But, you know, even women with C-sections can still have vaginal damage. Ooh, from, from the pressure? From the pressure and Oof. other things. But, you Absolutely. know, they cut before birth. And so they can stitch it up cleaner rather than the episiotomy. Yes. Yeah, but they don't always cut. They cut in some cases. They may have cut with you, but 
They don't always do that. However, even if you're not formally cutting and then stitching back, they're still tearing. They're mm. still stretching. Mm-hmm. I mean, for that, babies had to pass through. Oof. I mean, the vagina, yes. I mean, it's Y'all are making me glad I'm infertile. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boo. Child, that was oh crazy. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, I may not have delivered children vaginally myself, but I have, during my career, especially as an ER doctor, delivered many babies mm. and wow. never voluntary never wanted to do it because that's just not something you want to do in an er yeah. right. but i've caught many babies once even in a waiting room holy what? can't make that stuff up oh my goodness i love your wait, your er stories oh my yes. god i literally I, I was lucky that i i had a premonition you know when you work in the er long enough you get a premonition about these things Doctor needed in waiting room. Doctor, no, doctor, no. You know, doctor, Baba, hurry, hurry! And I'm like, oh god, this sounds like a glove situation. Gosh. So luckily for me, I put on my gloves as I ran to the waiting room, and I literally caught the baby <gasps> as the baby slid out between mom's legs. Holy oh smokes. my goodness. Like literally, I did a dive. Like oh I could have been gosh. in the NFL doing touchdowns. I'm oh, just saying. Or on the Yankees. Wow. I'm telling you. <laughs> Was mother and baby okay? They were both fine. Did you hurt yourself slide in the first with the youngin? <laughs> Emotionally, there was a lot of damage, but physically, I was fine. Oh, man. What a mate. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah, That's so when a, you, such a calling. When you think of what a vagina goes through. Holy smokes. You know, there's that um, quote that's attributed to Betty White, but some people say she didn't really say it. I don't care who said it. I think it's genius. It was, why does everybody say grow a set of balls? You know, think about a vagina. Yeah. You know, that thing takes a pounding. Exactly. And a vagina does take a pounding. Think about it. You have menopause. Ugh. Estrogen levels are dropping. You have, you know, vaginal atrophy from just aging. Mm-hmm. You can have vaginal atrophy. When I say atrophy, I mean, you know, tissue is not staying what it is. It's mm-hmm. almost dying in some ways, becoming more shriveled up and everything. You can even have vaginal atrophy from not having sex. Wow. Oh, geez. And that can happen at any age. I mean, think about that. Yikes. What are your thoughts on kegeling? I always say they're highly useless, and I'm sure, <laughs> Wow. you know, I, I want to open a sexual health center, a, a complete center but I want to make it about more than just Kegels mm-hmm. because I think pelvic floor therapy has to be worth more than that. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I don't even see any true scientific data that says that Kegels really do what people say they do. Right. You probably have to do like 10,000 of them a day to Ain't make Ain't nobody got time for that. Huh? And, and I don't think you could do them the way they want you to right. do them anyway. I mean, think about it. So I don't think they do that much. That said, I do think there's pelvic floor therapy that can help. Mm-hmm. And I definitely do address the pelvic floor at my practice with things like acoustic wave therapy and, you know, other things. And we will get into that later in the podcast. But I think that the pelvic floor definitely has to be addressed. Is there any ever a point in time when it's too far gone to do anything about it? I don't think so. I think there's always some improvement. I'm not saying you'll be completely, you know, you know, your nubile 20 year old vagina, but you know, it doesn't Those were the to. days. Those were the days, my friends. We thought they'd never end. And we didn't even know, you know, right? what was coming. Nobody right? warned Nobody us. Nobody talks about it. Right. Nobody. No, but, okay. Well, thank God, like, we can have these discussions yes. now, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, you have, um, when it comes to the signs of vaginal laxity, like I said, if you're not getting enough friction during sex, you're not enjoying sex as much, it's very likely you're a little too loose. Uh-oh. Um, part of the experience of pleasure for a woman is when she experiences the stretching in the opening parts, the initial parts of the vaginal canal, the outer parts, Mm -hmm. when she stretches for the penis. Now, if she's not stretching, she's not getting that sensation. Uh Now, I'm not saying length doesn't matter, but girth matters. And even if, let's assume, his girth is normal, 
if she has shriveled up and she has gotten loose, it doesn't matter how big he gets. Oh, wow. So that's why I always tell the men, because I have a very, very busy penis enlargement practice. And I always ask the men about their women, because I don't just do penis enlargement mm-hmm. because somebody walks in. I want to make sure they're doing it for the right reasons. That's smart. And so I say, listen, it's this is a team sport. Yeah. Sex is not a solo thing. I love that. So so make sure that... Well, for some people it is. <laughs> well, yes, for some people it is. Some people it's But ideally, it's a, it's not a solo thing, right? Right. It's well, a then team it's a business sport. write-off. Yes. There you go. So, so you know, I, I make sure that I, I discuss those things with both my male and my female patients. And ideally, it doesn't always happen this way, but ideally you get a couple. So you can have Smart. this discussion at the same time. How often do couples come in? I would think it would be like the men sneaking in there and not telling or the wife dragging him by the ear. Actually, it's seldom a couple. It's either the women coming by themselves. That's what I figured. Or the men coming by themselves. I I don't know that I should say, I don't know that I should say seldom, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely in the minority. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's an interesting thought. I should I should start checking the numbers in yeah, a document. Yeah, exactly. It'd be a good little case study Absolutely. for my own practice. Absolutely. But it's usually people by themselves. But the ironic thing is, when they have that transformation, the spouse comes in. Well, good. Oh, because like, wow, they mm-hmm. helped you. Maybe they can help me. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. one does a test run. Yeah, exactly. But what I tell some people is, sometimes I will have a couple come in and the wife will say, well, I'll see how it goes for him. And I And I just, it boggles my mind when they say that. Because let's think of it from a point of common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, how his penis re- reacts to a different kind of treatment says nothing about how your vagina will react sure. to a totally different treatment. Absolutely. But they I don't mean, have the knowledge you yeah, do. Yeah, but yes. I explained to them yeah. that, listen, you have different sets of, of comorbidities. You have different diseases. Mm-hmm. Maybe one is diabetic, one isn't. Maybe one has heart disease, one doesn't. Maybe one is doing some kind of drugs, or maybe one's a heavy smoker. So all bets are off. Nobody can have exactly the same yeah. uh, set of experiences, set of reactions. So I think people shouldn't do that. Let me see how it goes for this person thing. But I it happens. There are some people, though, that they sort of need to, like, digest what you told them. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of that person. So I probably would say the same thing, to be quite honest. And then I'd go away and I'd think about it. Yeah. And I'd probably do a little research because I Google everything. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably come back and say, you were right. Let's do it. Yeah. But just check your sources. That's all I say. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, yes. But maybe you should publish your findings. I should. there is not a lot. I mean, obviously you have yeah. qualifications, right? So yeah. the more information and research backed data no, there absolutely. is, and the more you know. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing that you'd notice with vaginal laxity is because everything is then losing its integrity, right? You have, uh, you know, bladder incontinence, stress incontinence. You have different things happening. Mm-hmm. So that may also be your sign that maybe things aren't as tight as they should be. Well, I think for me, it's like, you know, once your face starts getting jowly, I think you got to figure like everything's Everything. getting a little loose yes, and jowly. Because skin and mucosa are skin and mucosa. Right. It doesn't matter where they are. Correct. Mm-hmm. If you're losing collagen and elastin in your face, mm-hmm. I promise you, you're losing it in your vaginal tissue as well. 100%. So... You know, that's why I do CO2 and things like that. And again, we'll discuss that later when we talk about the actual treatments. But this matters. And people, I honestly say this all the time, they take better care of their cars Mm -hmm. than they do their own vaginas. I'm actually the reverse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we're friends. I don't enjoy car things. And then we discuss important things and we have those critical discussions. And that's why we're having this discussion. Right. So, yeah. So at what age should you really start keeping an eye on things? 
I think you should always be keeping an eye on things. I have patients who are coming to me for vaginal rejuvenation in their 20s. Smart. Some of wow. them have a major issue. Some don't. Wow. Some do it just for preservation. And I think they are the smartest. They women. are really? very smart. It's like people who start doing Botox at 18. I think that's no, I think that's young. a little excessive. I know, right? But, yeah. I, it, it, I think so. If you yeah. haven't had a child and you're in your 20s, I mean, do you really need it? Well, here's the thing. It's not just that. It also brings you a lot of sexual pleasure. Okay. Well, so it depends stink. on what mm-hmm. you're doing. See, okay. it's not all a CO2 laser. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you don't need a CO2 laser internally at mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. but maybe you're not as orgasmic as you'd like to be. And okay. maybe some acoustic wave therapy, which is completely painless, mm-hmm. has no downtime, requires no medication, nothing, and increases blood flow. And it's one treatment? Well, you can do one treatment, but I think you really should do at least six. Oh, okay. But but it's compared to, you know, many of the other treatments, pretty inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's really not a big deal. And once free- a month? Sorry. Okay, yeah, that's what I was uh, Well, I usually have my patients come in once a week. Oh. Okay. But many of my patients fly in from other cities, even other countries. Oh, wow. So I have different protocols for different people. Okay. But usually once a week. And, you know, if people are busy, then maybe once every two weeks. I mean, we can work out a regimen that works for different people. Cool. And how expensive is it? It's really not. I think you could get a treatment if you're buying a package for as low as 400 bucks. Oh, well, that's good. It's really not that expensive. I mean, the cost of a facial, less than many yeah, facials. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have people, even in their 20s, doing it. And I think it's wise. I do too. Go for that. So better orgasms and, you know, better vaginal health. Why not? O-shots are the same thing. Yeah, I was just going to ask about the O-shot. Yeah, I mean, O-shots, I have as many younger people doing them as older people oh, doing them. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I know. We should have that sound effect now. <laughs> hey. You just got it, boo. Yes. <laughs> so if you think you about it. Do you numb the clitoris? Yes, okay. yes. Thank God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I promise you, I promise oh. you that you'll see someday, because I know eventually you'll end up getting an O-shot, uh, is that everybody there. does. Everybody does. Everybody It's kind of weird because you know me. I don't know that you want, you, I want you looking under my... Oh, well, my there. friend, I also know half of Boca, and half of Boca has been in my office. But who else do you trust, you know? True that. Jeez. I, I highly recommend you don't go somewhere else when you have me Just for Just know before and after photos. Go. No, oh, my God. No, we don't take those with the clitoris. No. But can you see the difference, though, after the O-shot? Is yes. there a size difference? Yes, but don't worry. You don't grow a golf ball between Well, it gets a little... It gets puffed up. What? Your punani. But the punani... Well, I don't know if thing. that's a good thing for the punani. No, 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 no. No, see, don't... No, see, she's exaggerating. Now, she was, she was dying laughing there. And so what happens is, again, like you were saying, wisely enough, you were saying that if it's shrinking on your face or if it's sagging right. on your face, it's sagging other places. Okay. So what happens is that your clitoris is going to shrink with time. Ah, oh, she tired too. Okay. She's like, she I tired. Break. I yeah. want to be tired. Been through a lot. <laughs> so, 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 you know, there she is hiding under the hood and suddenly... Watching Netflix. She, watching Netflix and then, you know, you try to move that hood and she just doesn't want to come out. She's oh, like wow. turtled in there. Yep. Oh. So <laughs> she's not very big to begin with. Yes. And she gets tinier. Oh. It's probably the only part of you that really shrinks and becomes skinny over time. Seriously. Oh, my God. So Boy, Mother Nature's a bitch. I yeah. And then, and then remember, your vaginal canal is doing its own crap. Oh. Yeah. So when I do the O-shot, I inject the clitoris painlessly. I will repeat that. Painlessly, painlessly, mm-hmm. painlessly. Painlessly inject the clitoris. Did we get that? Painlessly. I think okay. I, got it. I don't okay. even know how that would be painless, though. I will so show you. Levert. Show and tell. Cream, right? Show and tell. So then I inject the clitoris and then I inject the vaginal wall. 
Oh. And so I put it in by the urethra to help with incontinence. Oh, smart. I also put it... Now, the, technically, the, the O-shot is, you don't have to inject it inside the vaginal canal besides, you know, just near the urethra, that one area. But I do more yeah. because I feel that good rejuvenation is good rejuvenation. And why should only one part of the vagina True. or the vaginal canal get it? So even if somebody's not getting a laser, I do my darndest to give them as good a rejuvenative treatment diffusely as I can. Mm-hmm. And also a key point to to you know, make here is that I don't just use PRP. I use PRF. So fibrin, platelet-rich plasma versus platelet-rich fibrin or fibrin matrix, they're two different animals. They begin with blood. Mm-hmm. They both involve a centrifuge, but then one is more concentrated than the other. Hmm. So I do the more concentrated kind. And I make sure I buy the very best PRP kits. And, you know, quality matters. You get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So I, I spend more money than I need to. But I give my patients more quality than they expect. Yeah, that's good to know that it's based on blood right. and not some type of foreign like foreign object. chemical, yeah. Right. Yeah. you know, that Silicone. could cause yeah. cancer yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. How long does it last until you need a touch up? Well, it depends on where you started. Okay. Because at what point did you come to me? Were you a 20 True. year old just doing it for fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or were you a 55 year old mm-hmm. with atrophy say and other problems? Say you're middle aged. You know, it's not how long it lasts. It's, you know, it, it reacts differently in different people. And I'm okay. not trying to be evasive. I'm really yeah. not. Mm-hmm. It's just that different people have a different reaction. Mm-hmm. Some people become supremely orgasmic with just one. Yeah. Some see a little improvement. Some see a moderate amount of improvement. But I, I honestly think that I can't think of anybody who's never had any improvement. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't necessarily have that gusher orgasm, Remember that you have improved your tissue from the inside out, no mm-hmm. matter what. There's right. no there's no question about mm-hmm. that part. Wow. That you are improving your intimate health and wellness right. by doing this because you are promoting collagen, you're promoting elastin, you are promoting, you know, that the the formation of new blood vessels even, more sensitivity, wow. better size. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So lots and lots of plus points. Sounds like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. She'll try it Sounds first. Sounds like a no-brainer. She- <laughs> Mia will let me know how it works. Okay, I'll be the guinea pig. Yep, yep. Now, Kegels, like I said, don't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I am sure that pelvic floor therapists and everybody want to shoot me for this. Shoot me, it's fine. Tr- the truth is the truth. They don't do a lot. Surgery brings with it inherent risks. Absolutely. You can do surgery for tightening. but What you are know, the risks? Well, you can get too tight. Oh, <gasps> what? And there's always a risk of infection and, you know, bleeding and complications. And yeah, so there's always that. And there's downtime, right? There's definitely more downtime. And then you can do radiofrequency treatments. We've talked about Thermiva and things like that uh, in the past mm-hmm. on this podcast. And I think Thermiva doesn't do enough because it's radiofrequency. Radiofrequency is a great treatment in other ways. Mm-hmm. I think radiofrequency cannot transform like a CO2 laser can. I think a CO2 laser is very much the gold standard for vaginal rejuvenation, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and frankly, in the opinion of many experts. Yeah. So a CO2 laser basically is taking a layer off. It's a controlled burn, but Ooh, don't let that scare you. It sounds like oh a forest fire. But do you know an internal CO2 laser actually doesn't hurt? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's an interesting thing, the vagina. So <laughs> she really does put up with a lot. No, She's like the Tina Turner of body parts, <laughs> honey. <She's> like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Your vagina can take a lot. So, oh. so the CO two basically rebuilds. It remodels huh. that that. Huh 
collagen, that elastin that I keep talking about. And it that sounds painful. You you just look you like you clenched up. Like, there. is it gonna I, burn? I would yeah. need to have a margarita before. Oh my god. Well, you're welcome to have a margarita. Well, That's fine with many. me. <laughs> you just don't want me to have one before. No. That's all. Do you have to go on antibiotics after? No. Okay. It's really not that bad. And what's the downtime? One week of no sex. Okay. I once I mean, had a can patient. we stretch that to two? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can do whatever you want. And then the expectations are going to be so great. Right? You know? oh, no, Lord. really. Our, uh, we had a patient once, and I explained this to her. I'm very, very particular about this, so that there's no confusion. Dr. Baba, you didn't tell me. No, no, no. I told you. Mm-hmm. So this one patient was very traumatized. You think you're traumatized at the thought of one week of no sex? This woman had... I, did Huge. I say that? Yeah, no, 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 I didn't no. get that either. Okay, 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 all right, sorry. Like, you were shocked anyway. So, um, I think she was disappointed. I, I, I <laughs> just, one just, week. just one week. I was really? just saying, you know, the expectations. If you have to oh. wait, and then it's like, oh. Dun, 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 dun. Like, you have a grand like, opening. Whoa. That's you know? so funny. That's so funny. That so, is like, womp, womp. <laughs> oh, my God. Nothing burger. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't know what to do with these two women. <laughs> So, so like I said, you know, you do the um, one week of no sex and this patient was traumatized by the thought. She really was. There's no question that she wow, was traumatized. big old nympho. You know, well, she's having a good sex life. You know, God bless her. Okay. You know, good to see a happy sister once in a while. Yes. So, so she said, no sex. I said, no sex. She said, is it okay to use toys? What? I said, how's that different? Girl, in your, your butt, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. and then she, then I said no, no toys, and she said, "Can he at least go down on me?" I said, what "No, no, so no, no." I think she's a worker. Is she like a no, 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 ma'am? No, she no, had no. Bills, honey. No, she's a mom and has a great job and with everything. the sugar daddy on the side. No sugar daddy. Maybe she's on a lot of hormone replacement. Oh, Maybe that's a side effect. But none that I know about and none that I prescribed. <laughs> so you know, my patients do keep secrets from me sometimes. So who knows? But yeah, so except for that, there's really no downtime. Yeah. I have never needed to prescribe pain medication for it either. Hmm. And that's one and done. One and done. No, not one and done. As in you do a, a series of three. Okay. I want oh, a one shot gosh. only. Like there is one no week? one shot only, my oh. friend, when it comes to your vagina. I hate well, it. Well, I guess she's going to hell then. <laughs> like, okay. I'll wait for the one shot. Oh, yeah. I know. So you do the three treatments. And but then like one week after the next or what's the space? The I do them four weeks apart. Oh, okay. okay. You let that okay. vagina heal, go have some sex, and then come back. So uh-huh. your gal was probably a little peeved that it was one week off every four weeks. That well, must have crimped her style. Geez. What can I say? Oh, my God. Wow. You're like a psychiatrist, psychologist, too. Sex therapist. People. I know, right? You know, like I'm, Dr. Ruth. Oh, my God. I want Dr. Ruth on this podcast. This oh, is Dr. Ruth. I like a pitan to be Dr. Ruth. I wonder if Dr. Ruth is still having sex. I don't know about that, but she's coming on my friend, Dr. Uh, you know, uh, Jacobson's podcast. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Yep. And I have a question too. Like you hear all these stories about the, um, all the like crazy sexual activity in these senior homes. So it seems like the, the sex drive doesn't wane for sure for men who were like in their 70s, 80s, 90s and acting like I think most of those are the ladies being but is it the ladies? from what I hear. Yeah, or when my they... elderly uncle was in a number of homes, it was the women. Listen, so do they get their groove back after no. 70? No, see, here's the thing. I think we always have desire. Mm-hmm. And, are we always, and I honestly think we should have desire. I do too. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And I say bravo to them. Maybe there's no judgment and maybe they can just like, you know, I think rip. they're finally well, they at a point. If, if the they're people they're coming on to want it, Ugh, why not? It's like borderline rape. You know, you know well, the ladies in my great uncle's, God rest his soul You now, can't rape the willing. Home, 
they were not getting the consent of the gentleman they were. What? Yes. But they got up though. So I don't know that they had inter- the, the women were caught trying to do stuff to the men. Oh, oh my god. Gosh. It's not that they were more they women caught than in men. the act. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Because, you know, women outlive men, so there are fewer men to go around. Oh, wow. So the cougars were out, I guess. In that but, particular county, <laughs> yes. Wow. But, you know, the other thing is that STDs are up big time amongst that population. Because yes. they're, not, they're not using condoms because they figure they can't get anybody right. pregnant. Exactly. But STDs are STDs and syphilis is back, especially <gasps> in nursing homes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> and syphilis, you never yeah. quite get rid of it. It can actually oh. go to your brain and whatnot. I've heard that. Yeah, Lord you never fully cure it. Mm-hmm. So it has far-reaching effects. So wow. I always say, you know, you better uh, get that condom on. Jeez. Yeah, even at that age. Because it's not just about birth control, it's about STD yeah. control as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apart from CO2, coming back on topic. Sorry. Yes. Uh, no, no, it's fine. Good questions, though. I also do acoustic wave therapy, and I think that really helps the pelvic floor as well. It helps with um, tightening to some extent, not as much as the CO2. Um, there's little that can do as much as the CO2 does. Hmm. But it does help with improving blood flow. And, you know, so much of our tissue is starved of good, healthy blood flow. Hmm. And, you know, we say use it or lose it. I say it often, actually. But, you know, men are shrinking because, you know, when they have erectile dysfunction, they're not getting as much good blood flow into the penis. And women are also having atrophy or shrinkage or, you know, the tissue's almost dying. I'm not saying it's necrosing, but it's, it's becoming a lot skinnier than it used to be, not as plump, not as juicy, because the body thinks it doesn't need it anymore. Oh, gosh. And so that's why, you know, circulation is a good thing. And mm-hmm. acoustic wave therapy uses sound waves, shock waves, painlessly, again, painlessly, um, to bring that good blood flow in. So they actually work very synergistically. In fact, like I said, many of my patients fly to me from other places. Wow. So we do a lot of these. We stack these treatments back to back. Okay. So we'll start with an acoustic wave treatment mm-hmm. and get some good blood flow going. Then we will do the CO2 laser and we will end with the O-shot. Oh, wow. And wow. in some cases, the wing lift. Do the you wing s- lift is where we do the labia. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we can uh, fill the labia as well with both PRF and uh, filler. So you build your own collagen long term, but you also have the instant gratification and plumpness. Oh. I just had a brainstorm. Ooh. We should package all I of those. I was just going to ask for, for that. the newly divorced gals. Oh we my should. gosh! I was just going to ask if it's a Estella package. Stella, get your groove backpack. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yes. Oh exactly. my god, I love it. I, I like am, that name for this episode, by the way. <laughs> get your groove back. Yes. That is so funny. Yeah. No, we should rename our package. We do have a package. That's good. And we do discount them when people are getting multiple treatments, Mm -hmm. yes. So how much is it for the package, just out of curiosity? It depends what all it has, which all treatments you do, but we have Mm -hmm. different packages. Okay. But nothing that the average woman can't afford. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's fun. It's good times. It is. Good time, Dr. Bava. I know. (laughs) Another thing that I'm doing that's really revolutionizing my practice and many of my patients' lives is, you know, I have that virally successful TikTok account, Dr. Sex Therapy. Yes. That's amazing. You know, I love about that. 29 million views at this point in Holy just smokes. over two months. All right, 29 is the million. phone ringing off the, the hook? Yes. Good. Oh, that's so good. You deserve good. that. Yes. You, we need um, Bravo and TLC to call. I know. Yes. Oh, we need to be discovered. I mean, people, if, if Dr. Pimple Popper could become oh, a successful I can't us, watch that commercial. And they have this. Um, I have sex. 
Right. And yes. I have, you know, swingers. And I have some hot <laughs> so gay men. Interesting. And you know, and you my have middle-aged housewives. Yeah. Middle-aged <laughs> housewives. I mean, we have it all. Yeah, absolutely. You need an agent. Just send them your link. You need a Chris Send them your Jenner. TikToks. Yes. yes. I do need a uh, I do need a momager. Mm-hmm. Chris Jenner, let's go. Hello. <laughs> Get me going. Let's do all the Kardashians. Oh my god. Right. Your show would Kill, kill it. it it's gonna happen i Manifest. i know it's gonna happen and i think i'm having so much fun with my practice good and i changed so many lives you know i was having a discussion with a friend the other day i was talking about how tired i was one night and how Aww. overwhelmed i was feeling with moving and packing up my house and you know the the regular daily rigmarole and i said to her but you know i don't want you to think for a second that I don't like what I do. I love what Aww. I do. So it's not like, oh, rethink your job or maybe work less. Right. I said, no, that's the one thing that brings me great joy in my Aww, life. That's amazing. That's and you know, when I say that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a bullshitter. No. I really, I really love going to work. But you can tell. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the passion is, yeah. it's clear as day. Yeah. And you know, all that I'm waiting for now is for Bravo to call. Andy Cohen, yes. let's go. Come on. And yes. let's do this. Send him your TikToks. Yeah. I know. I Hit him up that. on his DM. Absolutely. See, I, see into those DMs. You people need to get me a reality show, but <laughs> okay. we would have the best fun. Oh we'd really my God. We'd get ourselves one yeah, first. Okay. You're number two. <laughs> <laughs> a package deal, okay? We can do the real for podcast as a Boca Raton. Yes. There you go. The real podcast as a Palm Beach County. There you go. Who needs to be the real housewives? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. all that. And then, so as I was saying, the one thing I'm doing is I'm able to now send vaginal rejuvenation devices to people. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. I have a device that does LED light treatment and it has a, it vibrates, but it's not a vibrator. I mm-hmm. promise you. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, we should look into making it more of a fun I was going to say, what a shame. Yes, <laughs> what a shame. it might as well. well while you know, you're you at can't, it. You can't. While you're you down can't there. Be, well, the thing is, you know, you have different treatment times. So if you have the longer treatment time, like 12 minutes and all, you can't uh, be vibrating at that that intensity because yeah. it could get Speak uncomfortable. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that has infrared light, it, LED light. It also, it just... It works. Oh, that's it awesome. It really helps rejuvenate the vaginal tissue. Now, it will not take the place of an in-office treatment. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. But it's a heck of a great adjunct. Okay. For the people who have had the treatments. Or Whether for people who can't get to you. Or for the people who can't get is, to me. So is it okay? Like, is it a good starter, even just to start yes. with that? For people with very mild symptoms, or like we were okay. talking about the 20-year-olds or the yeah. 30-year-olds who maybe haven't had childbirth mm-hmm. or maybe just want to improve their sexual health, their vaginal health but don't need the big treatments, okay. I think this is a great place to start. I'm also doing carboxytherapy. So it's a substance, you know, it's a CO2-based treatment. It's completely painless. And this is also something that I can ship to people. Oh, oh wow. So, so this is I also this. an adjunct with God. the vaginal treatments in the office, but certainly for people who can't travel to me. That's amazing. How do you so. find the time to keep up with all of these technologies? And I'm sure every year it just continues to evolve. Do you have? Do you make take the time to go to conferences? Or I am always going to conferences and learning. In fact, in early June, earlier this month, I was in Vegas for the Vegas Cosmetic Surgery Conference. Mm-hmm. So much learning, such a busy time. Anything crazy new coming out of that conference? Not that really. you might adopt? Okay. Not yeah. really. Okay. No, I mean, nothing that I don't already have. Okay, okay. Or that I'm not already doing in some form. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are great treatments there, but you know, I'm already ahead of the curve. I'm already doing so much stuff that other people haven't caught on to yet. Wow. So for me, there was nothing majorly different, but, oh, I, I, I take that back. I am bringing an appeal. It's an Italian peel 
And I am going to be doing it on the genitalia. Wow. Faces, of course, I do anyway. I do a very strong, you know, facial aesthetic. uh, I have a very strong facial aesthetic practice. But I am bringing in this Italian peel that actually you put it on and it doesn't peel. Your skin doesn't peel and flake off. But it internally improves. Oh, that's cool. You know, I always say if you want a man to go down on you or if you want a woman to, you know, give you a blowjob, for the love of God, at least look appetizing. Well, I agree. So you eat with your eyes first. I'm telling you. But you know what? I think we need more women in the sexual wellness field. Absolutely. Because I feel like it's male dominated, right? It is. And they don't know. They don't know what we go through. No. Yeah. So so I think that is the one new thing that's coming. It's coming this fall. And actually, I am the one doing the initial pictures and studies for this. That's huge news. Yes. That is. Breaking it's news! Very early, you so had to talk about it, honey. See, now, now the company is going to smack me and say, "Why did you talk about it already?" You buried oh. the lead. Well, you didn't give the name. I didn't yeah. give the name, but it's coming, and uh, I'm going to be doing the initial uh, run of treatments. Oh wow! That's so cool. So that when it does go public, mm-hmm. then the pictures will be coming out of my office. That is brilliant. Oh, I'm so wow. proud of you. So, do you give? Do you have like who's your who are your guinea pigs? Would you like to be my guinea pig? I don't want my hoo-ha. I don't want my hoo-ha hee-hee either. <laughs> no, but listen, unless you've been a very naughty girl, nobody would recognize you. I hoo-ha. don't still. No, because she's going to want retouching. We all know that. Okay. She doesn't like any okay. picture she takes. I every photo. Yeah, you can't wear sunglasses down there, boo. <laughs> Okay, then I won't be able to. Uh, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do with I'll, you? I'll both? try something other. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. <laughs> like I'll try it on my face. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So should I end it here? I got to scoot soon. Okay, so. that's what I was looking because that's yeah. one forty-one. This is. I learned a lot. I I always learn so much with yes. Doctor Sex Fairy. Yes. Crazy Rich Neighbors, how can people find you? We're on all podcast platforms. You can follow us on Facebook at CRN Podcast or the gram at Crazy Rich Neighbors or visit our website, crazyrichneighbors.com. Gracias. It was a great podcast as always. Thank you, ladies, for coming. Thank Thank you. you. And I know our listeners learned a lot about the loose vagina, vaginal laxity as it's called. Two loose women. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And as Tiffany said, give it some juice. So it's not loose. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Until next time. Bye, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. If you would like to get in touch with me, email me at askme at drsexfairy.com. Don't forget to follow this podcast and leave me a five-star review. And make sure you follow my blockbuster head TikTok account, Dr. Sex Fairy.